0: Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable, semi automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from
1: the failures we've made to the
2: systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices
0: going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale ProPinFitness.com.
2: We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking. uh, Well, I'm going to be talking to Johnny and interviewing him about his experience with business coaches. But before we get into that, Johnny has some questions for me.
0: I did some very important questions. Um, So, if anyone's listened to the Propane Fitness Podcast before um, or listened to like some of the early Propane Business Podcasts, you'll know that we have a theme of would you rather questions. So, pretty much every guest we had on the fitness podcast, no matter how well known they were, the first thing they had to answer was like a question about like, would you rather have a pigeon or a brick attached to your head or in that like ridiculous stuff? Um, and Alex, I don't think has been asked any would you rather questions before. No. So I need some initiation into the propane. I know. The thing is Yousef normally has um, the best but-
2: ones. That's part of his data capture sequence. <laughs>
0: yeah, just, uh, just and then, it, but there's a few that there's a few that um, we've discussed before that I think are particularly thorny ones,
1: difficult okay. to answer.
0: So, I, for example, would you rather run, be able to run at a hundred miles an hour, or fly at ten miles an hour?
2: Whoo. Hmm. I, I think it's. I'm going to go with run at 100 miles an hour. It's more beneficial for me. So that, That's what Yusuf said. And I think it's the wrong answer. Because, so are you, do you think you can sleep whilst you're flying? <laughs> What's uh, a, in this theoretical world?
0: No, it's just that you can't run. So like there's two, two things. One, I think it's going to take a certain distance to get up to 100 miles an hour. I don't care who you are. Like you can't go from <laughs> no. zero to 100 miles an hour. So you need, like, a runway, basically, to use your thing. Whereas I can just, like,
2: jump out the window. And just hover. And well, just go. Bit, or, Okay, well, can you jump out the window without breaking the window? What are your windows like at home, Johnny? <laughs> so they open, bring, I, could get out, I think if if push came to shove, if I, if I had to get out of
0: window, I'd get out the window. Whereas, uh-huh. like, if I were to think of the nearest road to me now that would have the space for me to get up to running 100 miles
2: an hour but the the counter to that is you're 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 working under the expectation that the acceleration time is long whereas if you look at sprinters they reach top speed way before they reach the 100 meter mark and in fact burn out so if i have the capacity to run 100 meters 100 100 miles an hour surely the way that muscles work I mean that I'd actually reach a hundred miles an hour in about a half a second because of the distance covered the muscles would run out. Well, I don't know. This is the, I wonder what the sports science of. <laughs> so you're, you're right. You're right. I think,
0: so I think I'm assuming that like you would accelerate at a similar rate to say Usain Bolt, who reaches like 35 miles an hour or something. Yeah, I, I think,
2: but, but then I'd so, have the endurance to continue acceleration.
0: Yeah. So like, Does he, he, you're saying he reaches, he doesn't reach peak speed immediately. Like it must be, let's say 30, 40 meters in.
2: Yeah, I I can't remember where he stands up. I've looked at it before, but yes. (laughs) So
0: it's taking him some time. So I'm imagining that's continuing. So like if you take a hundred meter track, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I just don't think there are very many in like a city center. There are not very many clean straight lines that are a hundred meters long.
2: Yeah. In the oh, UK, so I think so. Yeah, I understand for like life, like that's why we have cars. i just buy a car, that's fine. <laughs> I'd, buy, I'd buy a car with all of my Olympic winnings. I'm just going from the perspective of like life would be pretty fun. What
0: would I use it for? So you think that running 100, 100 miles an hour is more fun for life than being able to
2: fly at ten miles an hour? Hey, if you fly, you're just getting tested. You're getting, you're getting like stolen by scientists. Like that, that becomes like government level conspiracy weird stuff. If you yeah. can run very fast, people are kind of okay with that expectation. So, and this is where it comes with the superpowers thing, where it gets a bit weird as well. Is that also the counter of that is, you know, this is a trope that you've seen in like more recent TV shows where like the superheroes bored of how, how strong they are. I think it, you know, there is probably a truth to that of like if you were just if you didn't have to train and you could still run hundred miles an hour, would winning the hundred meters race actually be satisfying? I don't know. Probably the first time the first time the first win yeah. then you'd just be searching for that high and then maybe but maybe we'd both we'd both end up in the same position
0: but then you'd, then you'd I, end up you'd end up going after like
2: I wish you'd I could like, fly faster
0: yeah well yeah you'd be you just challenge harder and harder things like it'd be like running versus a motorbike versus a fighter jet
2: you know but then if you stuff. know your absolute maximum it's dull yeah, that's true. why life's interesting because you can improve stuff such as a business which segues
0: the film. You're not getting away with just one with your other question. Okay, okay. Go, so go. The, the what was I about to say? You're, so you're dead right about the flying thing and government. The government getting involved. And I'd never really thought about that before, but it's like instant five stars on GTA, isn't it? It's like yeah. the military's after you. Whereas if you run 100 miles an hour, like you might, you maybe get it on like you get shared by a lad Bible, for example. It'd be that sort of, like, be a viral video. Oh, but you drinking. probably aren't going to get, like, taken it, it, and investigated. I mean, m- maybe if you did, like, a full flat-out 100 metres in seconds, mm-hmm. then it's like, would be like, whoa. But if, like, someone sees you flying out of your window, pretty quickly you're going to well, have a and, helicopter I mean, involved. The
2: game that you'd have to play is that, because you can run 100 miles an hour, the game would be actually be running slow enough to not be tested. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like Oh, jogging along. I just get like 40% and breaking the world record by like a tenth of a second. That would be fun. Try to josh that. Like, I don't know if you ever played the game in science as a kid. It's not really a game, but in like science class, when you try and stop the stopwatch at like exactly one second. I don't know if that's a real game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how you got through science lessons. I don't
2: think that's a (laughs) game. Yeah, we used to to try and get closest to 10 seconds. But yeah, so that would be the game, basically, of running 100 metres. <laughs> Maybe that exposes more about my childhood <laughs>
0: <laughs> the game that i I remember being having the person next to me playing a game, which was do you remember a bunsen burner? Yes, how many bits of wood they could light with a bunsen burner before the teacher noticed that's a good one
2: that's a
0: good one very dangerous, right one more question uh oh my God, some of these are bad, like some of these are like. Can't, shouldn't really say them out loud. Fair enough.
2: Uh, no. What is this war chest of?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's lifehacks.io. Would uh, would you write the hardest? Would you rather questions on the internet? Um. Okay. Would you rather reverse one decision you make every day? Or be able to stop time for 10 seconds every day? Um, So you get like an undo button
2: or a pause button, and it's only for one decision or for 10 seconds. So you got the reverse decision one, surely. That seems more potent. Mm. It's like it's a full rewind, isn't it? Well, and also you could just be like, the one decision limit, it also makes it a bit more fun.
0: Yeah, you don't want to find yourself in a real bind later on having really made a mistake but you used it on, like, you picked the wrong coffee at Starbucks decision. Well,
2: that's tough though because you, you might get ambitious. You might be like, okay, I can try and save people running into traffic. You
0: know what I mean? That like, a, that's a decision though, isn't it? That would be a, the pause button.
2: Well, no, so that's the decision. You, oh, yes, exactly. This is, this is the this is what I'm thinking <laughs> about. Is like, what good could you do? So with the decision one, you could do trades and you could just, like, put... You could just make a bet you make a bet. Well, that, well. So, what happens if you reverse the decision? Do you go back in time? What happens, admin of yeah, don't know. rather? Because if, if you reverse the decision and it just takes you back to the moment where you made the decision, also, what's my period of being able to reverse it? It's poorly defined, isn't it? Or well, you know, next question, Your Honour.
0: I think, <laughs> I think it's the, I think it's the, it's the reverse decision. Yeah, because a decision as you say, like you could really take the mick with it. Like you just go every day to the casino, put everything on red and then reverse if you need to. And then just do that every day. Yeah. Final yeah. one. Uh, would you rather have a Lamborghini in your carriage? Oh, that's a shit question. I'm not going to ask that. No, uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> also okay. stopping, t-
2: stopping time for 10 seconds gets a bit like, Physics-wise, gets a bit weird. How are you measuring the time that stopped? Yeah, anyway. I think by tr- by traditional time. But traditional time—if you stop time, time is so, to the movement. So by of
0: by a, a something that matches the measurement rate, ma- matches the rate of traditional time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like you would have a clock that measured, okay. that c- that continued working, but it's measuring, yeah. its not measuring. Yeah, um, Sorry. which where was it would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth
2: I think they'd both be pretty shit wouldn't they well, that like, depends I, what's, the, what's the experience again how long am I there for <laughs> like, do I get a weekend away in like
0: <laughs> in like an observation tower And you, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd have to like be alive at the time of so I think it's got to be the end
2: because at the start there'd just be no humans you yeah
0: because at the start like you get to witness it and then it's like fuck what am I going to do now uh,
2: well, this is great. like
0: there's no resources it's up to you to do everything like you want a sandwich great but think of the work required to get that sandwich
2: yeah I mean you'd be the first in the world for everything
0: but be the first in the
2: world to ever want a sandwich but how would that survive time anyway there's dinosaurs coming way off millions of years with
0: with that let's move on (laughs) to the actual (laughs) to the actual podcast yes if anyone has any answers to the particularly the flying or running one let us know drop us an email
2: yes so today i wanted to talk about you know you've talked about it before that you've used business coaching i just wanted to dive into that a bit more um figure out your experiences with business coaching how you think it helped propane fitness um where you think maybe it didn't help propane fitness and it distracted you and kind of you know i've heard before that you you know you said this to me privately i hope you don't mind it on the podcast um but that you've you felt burned by some business coaches before yeah Uh, for sure so i kind of just wanted to dive into that experience so that anyone listening who's you know they're sold at the point that they understand that mentorship is probably the quickest way to speed up how your business grows. Um, how to pick a good mentor or pick some good and um, what that looks like in relation to fit the fitness world. Sure. Okay. So we we've worked with a
0: lot of coaches in a lot of different ways. Um, so I guess when we first so I can remember, I can remember in vivid detail buying the first business, like proper business coaching program we ever bought. Um, and it was basically we were kind of, I knew someone who was a personal trainer. We had both just left and gone into this stuff full time. Yeah. Um, so both just left the corporate world. And you start like looking for ways to grow and scale because we'd kind of reached a point on our own started you know a few like head against the wall moments where you do something it doesn't quite work how you expect and you try something else and that doesn't work either and you're like okay what do i do now i could just keep doing this or i could try and find someone who's perhaps been there done that um because we both had we both worked with a lot of coaches in fitness and for use of in meditation and other stuff as well and that had really helped like the results we've got had really helped. So we're like, well, surely this must exist. And I think the guy we work with, I'm not going to say his name and everyone always asks me to to say his name. I don't think it's fair to like fully ruin someone's reputation. He doesn't work in this industry anymore. Um, But we, basically we applied to, um, on a recommendation of someone who was a personal trainer, who was working with him. Um, We applied for, for one of his programs, got put onto a call with not him, uh, with like a guy who'd been through his program and um, which like, there's nothing wrong with that intrinsically. Like I, in some ways I'd actually rather speak to someone who's like, who isn't a hundred percent biased. Um, but like the script, it was, it was horrendous to be honest, mm-hmm. the script. Like he went, he went into like, uh, like our, my relationship with my girlfriend, useless relationship with his girlfriend, like parents, uh, living situation, like some really, really personal stuff. Um and at no point did it ever get into like the the actual steps of like what might be involved in in building a business, but I guess like it worked right it's a sales script it's it's built like that for a reason um we were both both pretty convinced we mm-hmm. bought the program um and uh, like got stuff from it we definitely got stuff from it, but it just wasn't. The, essentially the problem with it was, and I think the problem with all of the things that, we, that we've that bought that have maybe have felt a bit like you buy it, you kind of get on the inside of it and realize the, like behind the marketing and see what's actually happening is yeah. you realize that like the person teaching has not actually, like they had been a personal, tra- this guy had been a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd launched like uh, an ebook, yeah. but he'd never actually run a coach a fitness coaching business online and the tactics that he was teaching people to sell fitness were exactly the same tactics that he had used to sell us the the business mentoring um that we just did like to the letter um and yousef ended up like offending a friend uh who like applied to work with us because we put him through the same sales script (laughs) uh we ended up like so uh, people who who'd been kind of following the articles and stuff that we'd done, um, who like were vaguely aware of us, saw yeah. this like advert for a free coaching call because it's called a free coaching call. So why would it not be a free coaching call? Yeah. And then when you take them through this like really pushy script, like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'd lost some people who had kind of like supported our work for a bit um, yeah. as as fans and followers. So that was the first experience of of anything like that really, um, and I think that just led us to realize like actually I guess you, you, I bought it on the assumption cause like we, we both came from an industry that was not the fitness industry. It was finance yeah. where like it would be really weird for someone to sell a service if they weren't like an expert in that thing and doing yeah. that thing. So for yeah. me, it was a real like what, like where's his, where's his website? Yeah. Like where's his online fitness program? Why can't, why doesn't it exist when I Google it? Um, seemed really weird to, to, to me and you stuff. And so, but like you go through and you try and make the most of it and we did learn things from it. We did get, get stuff from it and probably retrospectively, like what we learned, we've, we've made the, the money back that we spent on the program. Yeah. Um, but we didn't learn anything really other than a sales method and some basic Facebook ad stuff. Yeah. Um, nothing in terms of how to actually coach someone, yeah. um, online. So very long answered i'm not really sure i've answered no. your question
2: no that was, that, that was really good no i'm sure that's gonna be very useful for people out there listening to like understand that in no way did propane fitness do it right the first time or necessarily have a great experience the the first time or the first few times like i know you talk about it a lot like kind of the first five years of running the business was a lot of
1: just trying to figure it's it out mess. Yeah. yeah it was an absolute mess Hey everyone, my name's Rob. I am the co-founder of Gram Fitness, which we started, uh, myself and my business partner Ben, uh, with the help of Propane Business, uh, John and Youssef. So we started working with these guys about three months ago, having a vague idea of what we wanted to do in terms of setting up our own online fitness business. Um, had had kind of 10, 12 years experience each in in kind of weight training and competing in bodybuilding and things like that Um, and wanted to offer our services out but didn't know where to start so what they've really helped us with is um, getting consistent clients um, into our business model getting consistent leads developing sales processes and um, automating some of the things that we would have to do manually if we we didn't know the tools and techniques that they've taught us Um, there's really good video content throughout There's excellent support through the Facebook group and group coaching calls. So there's always a chance to ask your questions um, and have that accountability. I don't think if we would have got to where we are with kind of consistent um, clients coming in uh, without their help. So um, they've really taught us a lot, both about how to deliver effective coaching services online through to developing our niche of people we want to serve, sales, marketing. So I would fully recommend their services. Um, we've essentially made our money back that we've spent on it uh, over the last couple of months. So um, we've, really, we've really capitalized on the, the stuff that they've taught us. So John and Youssef, it's been awesome working with you. Thanks, guys. So yeah, on, yeah. The, on the flip side of that, you know, we know that coaching
2: does work and I know that you guys have found a lot of value in business coaching that you have received. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you, you know, you can mention these names now, um, but you, you know, you can talk a little bit about what that mentorship looked like, um, what, what you think the characteristics were of it that made it successful um, and that, that really helped you and Yusuf improve the business in either just like a monetary sense or in terms of your day-to-day experience like might be the same revenue but your day-to-day of running it is not like this hectic panic all of these yeah kind
1: of so, sure you know,
0: yeah this
2: so to, this is a great
0: you know coaching experience okay so um i think the first the most important one for us was uh eric helms which wasn't mm-hmm. actually wasn't business coaching per se mm-hmm. um like he we were fitness clients he was helping us prep for for powerlifting meets but um at the same time he was like i guess informally kind of like just helping us with uh you know just coaching like he was coaching us online he was doing it one-to-one there's a lot of stuff that like retrospectively he did very manually that we mm-hmm. would never do now but like he definitely taught us how to be a really like how to deliver a good level of online coaching to someone yeah. And how to make someone feel like they're getting a really high quality service from the other side of the world. Like Eric was in New Zealand while like Yusuf and I literally felt like, I remember literally feeling like he was one of my good friends. Cause I I was communicating with him so often. He knew yeah. pretty, pretty much everything. And and that was, I think one of the things that made us realize that, wow, he can really, he like, can really deliver a good service online. It doesn't have to be in person. And he also, um, I remember him explaining like how they split the revenue between him and the other coaches in 3DMJ, and how like the finances worked. And I said to him, "I just don't think I'd ever be able to get this to the point where Yusuf and I can both make a living from it." And he was just like, "Why? Like, yeah. why do you think that?" Made us question that assumption, and I guess just made us put more time and energy into it. So that was the first one. Um, stuff since then, I think the st- the things we've had the most value from have always been to solve a very specific thing Uh um so what we never had that i guess like why did we make the propane business program is that what we never had was like if you are at zero and you want to get this to the point where you have a like sales and marketing setup you have a like general lead generation sales and marketing a coaching program a way of coaching clients email marketing and retargeting retention strategies and client management like no one taught us that stuff we had to like troubleshoot and fail our way to a lot of that stuff we pieced it from from various different places so I guess why did we make propane business we didn't think at the time it existed certainly from everything that we tried it didn't exist I'm still yet to see something that is the same I'm sure that I'm sure there are other people doing I'm not saying we're like reinventing the wheel but like we just basically said here's all the stuff we've we've done that we think works and doesn't work and here's a program that explains it all But like the stuff that really helped us like level up and still helps us now is always from the basis of it's not necessarily here's a full model, but it's more like here's how to fix this exact thing. Like here's how to um, perhaps improve the sales sequence. Here's how to improve the email marketing side of things. Here's how to improve the software side of things or the advertising side of things. So we have in some cases paid like as an example that we use all the time just because it felt so ridiculous at the time. But we spent a thousand pounds for an hour's phone call with somebody um because this guy was like a, a facebook ads expert, yeah. and like at the time, I remember paying the money thinking this is fucking ridiculous like <sighs> who who could ever justify that that money for a call? We came yeah. off the call and we were like that was worth every single every penny yeah. of of the because you you realize in the you know the the thing of like i was blind but now i see like i could not have seen the stuff that i now understand before prior to to speaking to that guy um and all the time it subsequently saves us and all the money we subsequently would have spent in the wrong uh, direction so uh it's all it's always stuff that's like we think the business is facing the current problem so who can we ha- who can we hire that's really good at that yeah. and then help us fix that um but i think the challenge that a lot of people face now if you're if you're like listening to this and you're an offline personal training, you're thinking about moving online, you're not in a position where y- you're not quite at that level yet. If that makes yeah. sense, where you can like, oh, my problem is like my Canva infographic quality, or you know, like often the things that you think are the problem aren't the problem. So that I guess that's why we made propane business, um, yeah. because it's it's what we wish we'd had. It's the same same reason why we made the propane protocol. It's what we wish we had. So yeah,
2: no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And in terms of, well, I, I guess in terms of those, so how, how much would you say the? Well, if you have like how much have you guys spent on coaching over the the course of the the business's lifetime?
0: I did add it up once for a, for a webinar. I think it's like it'll it'll probably be in excess of in excess of a hundred grand, I would have thought at this point. Yeah, um, It's one of those things, isn't it? Like if you add up how much you've ever spent on milk in your entire life, the, ah. the number will be, the number will be obscene. Um, yes. But you know, you, you never think about
2: it because at the time it's like, well, I, I need milk. Um,
0: well,
2: and one thing I sort of wanted to dive into there is that like, I, you definitely recoup that hundred thousand back over the lifetime of the business. And I think that's something, yeah. you know, and it might not be, in the specificity of like this exact program you will this exact result um but i think it's the mindset shift that i think has been very important to propane fitness was was understanding like not not micromanaging i mean obviously a hundred grand is not micro like just throwing a hundred grand away is obviously not viable but yeah. understanding that the the way that you should approach numbers in your business is not like this exact input output exactly at the start. Does, the, does that make any sense? Um, yeah, yeah, completely. I, 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 because you end up not spending money, which then loses you time, and then you can never get that time back. Whereas the money you can get back, and I think that's like a a really important mindset thing. Of like, you know, well, if for example, ten years ago, I said, Johnny, spend a hundred grand on coaching. In the net, you just told me to fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it, like,
2: but, but, but fall like into now, the... But now, I think you would spend it. Am I right in saying, you know, obviously you might be picky and choosy for some of the programs, but if you just went for the total of the result, you do this, you'd be like, yeah. I'd, I'd have some questions. I'd be like, can you explain what, what I get with 100
0: grand? Like, <laughs> Well, yes. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Like it, So... I think the, at the the most basic level, it's just a decision of, I have like my time or I have like, all you have personally is like time and money, really. It's like, how do I spend those things to try and grow this business that I'm trying to make? And most people default to, well, I'll spend my time because that's free. And I know this is like really glib, like bullshit advice everyone gives that like, you know, you should, you know, you never get your time, exactly as you just said. I'm oh yeah, exactly. your advice is shit. But like I, everyone says that. It's, it's like, a
2: cliche, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like you never get your time back, and and I know that like maybe when you're in a position where uh, money is scarce and time is not scarce, it's hard to see it like that. But I think the the thing that it does take a long time to really come to terms with is not not investing the money and spending the time instead. Sometimes you think like the time you're spending, you think is being well spent. Yeah. And like that may go on for years where you think you're moving in the right you know it depends what the numbers you measure, but you think you're moving in the right direction or you think you're you're doing as well as you can do like, we've had so many experiences where you're like this is the this is the biggest the business could be, or this is the best this can work at and then you, you spend an hour speaking to someone and you're like, "Oh my God, like yeah. suddenly things like jump up to a level that if you just sort of like kept turning the wheel on your own manually doing the same process you would have never made that change so the spending money really just gives you access to someone else's experience someone else's failures someone else's success so that when you are spending your time that you as you say you don't get back you're making sure that you're not making like the mis- the same mistakes that someone else has already proven to not work
2: well exactly and I, I think that that's the key I mean this is a bit meta but the key thing for the business is just like spending the money on the coaching gives your time more potential to be worth to be more valuable like that that's really where it, where it comes down to at the end of it yeah. is that like yeah. it's not necessarily about the checks and balances of I like, spent an hour doing this instead of doing this it's about like if you can increase the value of your time time is happening that you can't change that and you know it's not about you never get back like it just it's going to happen days are going to keep happening no one can control that but if you can make each bit of that time more valuable and one way by doing that is investing in coaching then how much you spend on the coaching it doesn't become irrelevant but it's like it, it, i think it's a calculation that people struggle to fathom especially if you know if you're in a situation where you don't have too much money you can't spend money that's not there obviously um, and you have to prioritize certain things um but if if you're sort of on that, it, again, it's just this kind of degrees, this little cusp of kind of where you were at the beginning of the journey of like where you sort of like, oh, a thousand pounds to get on the phone is ludicrous, you know, Would you, Yeah, it's still something that I think you'd consider. You know what I mean? I don't think you'd be like, we're def- oh, yeah, they said they're a business bureau, thousand pounds, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's not bad at all. It's,
0: it, yeah. But, it's, I think the, you know, the thing of like, you've got to spend money to make money. That's another very, cliched thing that people say i think in when you are trying to build and run your own business that is very very true um because like if if again it's like if you take like propane at the very beginning like yusuf and i had had two choices really we could either both spend like all of our hours on our own trying to figure things out sequentially and even if you take the most scientific approach to it, and you're like, okay, I'm going to run a controlled two week test on this marketing thing, and then control, but you don't really. Like, you try something on Monday morning, and then you read something, and you're like, shit, podcasting, I should do podcasts. And then, like, oh, yeah, but YouTube, oh, Facebook ads. And then, like, suddenly you, it's all a mess, and you don't know what what's working, what isn't. Like, that just happens at a rate, as you were saying. Like, days and weeks and months and years go by, and you maybe don't figure it out still. That's the risk. And then, by the time you do figure it out, the market's completely different anyway. So it's a different strategy than what would have worked two years ago versus you spend like a thousand pounds for someone's time. And they just say, look, like I did two years of this. Don't do that. Do this instead. So like essentially what you've done is saved all of the time that that person put in for a thousand pounds. And as a result, you're more likely to make the thousand pounds back and then more. And it's just that weird thing of, it's it's like, it's a risk, isn't it? Like you worry about spending the money because you think, well, what if I don't get it back? But you're more likely to get it back than your time. (laughs) And that's the thing that, again, you have to really, I think you have to experience it. You have to have like worked with a coach and you'd be like, wow, like to have come up with this information, it would have taken me years of testing stuff. Or maybe you would have never arrived at the conclusion. And it's the 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 analogy I, which happens to me quite a lot annoyingly but the analogy i always think of is like it's if you're going to record a podcast there's like two ways to fuck it up right one of them <laughs> one of them is to just not record the podcast at all not even try the second is to spend an hour recording the podcast but don't plug the mic in yeah So, like, I would always far rather just not bother in the first place than spend the hour recording something that, trying to record something that didn't work. And spending the hour trying to record something that didn't work is like spending a year trying to grow your fitness business through the wrong means or through things that, like, realistically are never going to work anyway. Cause that's just fully heartbreaking.
2: The kind of the other side of this, and you sort of touched on it a little bit, is the information overload. I think anyone who's a personal trainer will understand. You know, you have, you have clients come to you and they're just like, they've read something, they've seen a blog, you know, that, you know it's, it's something they're passionate about. They want to change their you know lifestyle and they want to change their fitness. So they read 50 different blogs and kind of half understand all of them and have like a hundred strategies that they want to talk to you about. And you're, part of your role as like a fitness coach is being able to tell them the information that matters to them and that matters to their goal and the exact... Yeah. Same thing comes with business whereas like you said you could do youtube we could do facebook we could do oh you know do we post three times a week or or nine times a day or what what do we need to do and you know and and if that's your livelihood like it makes sense it's this emotional like there feels like a certain urgency there and that makes a lot of sense because you have to you have to pay bills and you have to look after people but it's hiring a coach can help you get to what the actual essential thing is just as in fitness like as opposed to changing your squat program every two weeks because you read another blog, you know, you, yeah. add, you get someone that says, okay, look, I get that and I get that that, that does work. Because that, that's the thing is that like, even so the methods in the program business program, they're not the only methods that have ever made a business and built sales or anything like that. It's not like a magic bullet. It's, you know, but it's, we know principally what you need to focus on and what the best practice is in this industry. For making this work for this period of time and for the long term and for protecting your time and all these kind of things. And it's not that, you know, there's no, so, you know, like a five by five versus five, three, one versus small of or whatever. It's not that one works and the others don't. It's just that only do one of them. Yeah. You know, focus, focus on one method and do it for a period of time and look at the results and get feedback. And how you do that is via a coach as well. and and it's very much the same for business
0: and yeah and like so that exact thing so speaking to someone i suppose like our we don't work with any like fitness business coaches now we work with people who are helping us on very like a very specific side of of something that we're doing but our like look into what is it what else is being taught to pts comes through speaking to people who apply for the Propion Business Program. It's like, what have you tried before? And they generally tell us like what someone else has has helped them do. Something I hear a lot, which always surprises me, not because it's bad advice or anything. I just think it's strange, a strange way of doing things, is people will say like, oh I work with a coach and it was like they had sort of like six or seven different uh, funnels and like all their clients were doing different things and using like some were doing one-to-one, some were doing groups, some were doing ebooks. And I just look at, I look at all of those things and I hear the same as like, um, one person was doing Olympic lifting. The other person was doing like triathlons and you're know, like, yes, they all work like it's all fitness. But yeah. if I said to you, like, you know, go and be the best you can be at a triathlon, like the nuances in that are decades and lifetimes of, of experience of refining. Yeah. And like, we teach one sales sequence we teach one coaching method we teach one way of running ads one way of of doing everything pretty much because to really dial something in just takes a lot of time working on one thing and that's it's the answer that people don't want to hear a lot of the time but it's it is just unfortunately the way stuff works like how you get the most out of yourself and the most out of your business is as you say like remove the distractions focus on one of them like just do five by five Like imagine being like, imagine getting to the point where five by five is too basic for you. Like what would have happened in the meantime, right? What would, what would you end up looking like if five by five was legitimately too basic of a program for you? You'd probably be in pretty good shape. So like if you just pick one sales system or one like business model to follow and you just do that, like, and then that becomes like, you need the next level of advancement you're probably not like struggling and floundering around with five clients. You're probably doing okay. So that, and, and I think like to, to cause I know we have to wrap things up, but to sort of give advice for like, how do you find a coach? I think the, the fundamental thing is like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take powerlifting advice from someone who doesn't do powerlifting. You wouldn't take triathlon advice from someone who hasn't run a triathlon. So the mistakes we've made in the past can be boiled down simply to, Like when we were being sold to by these people, we were sucked into like the sensationalism of it. And the it sounded great. It sounded sexy and exciting. And just say like, you know, have you done this? Do you do this yourself? Have you ever done this? If I Google your fitness company, does it exist? Because you should have a track record of when I tried this, the following things happened. And as a result of my personal experience, this is how I arrived at this theory and then this is why I'm testing, that I've like tested this theory with my clients and this is the way that, so it, they should have shown it themselves to have worked with themselves and, the, and with clients. And if you can't do that on both sides of things, then probably there's a red flag there. Like they may just be trying to capitalize on making money from an industry, which obviously happens in fitness and in business coaching for fit pros. So get someone who's like where you want to be or has done something, in a way that you aspire to do it in that way, yeah. ask to see their their examples of that working, both with themselves and with clients, and just like just do your research, I guess. Because there's a lot of hype in this world, but like if someone says you should be definitely making ten grand a month, like ask them to explain very oh, slowly, yeah, like exactly how does that work? Have you ever done ten grand a month in a fitness business? consistently
2: that only serves fitness coaching yeah nothing yeah. else yeah.
0: yeah no no like yes i know you have a business business doing 10 grand a month but have you run like, a, fitness that's business a car that dealership
2: now? that the dad passed down <laughs> it's like oh yes yeah. my total yeah oh, i've got 100 grand at the bank yes that's inheritance mate that's not exactly even that through coaching exactly
0: yeah mm-hmm. so just that really like i think uh and then once you've got kind of the groundwork in place, then you can start looking at it as like, uh, wouldn't it be great if I could get better email marketing to get more out of my retargeting? I gonna. who's the best email marketing coach to hire,
2: right? And that, then, like, once you'll have, you'll have the spend to be able to do that. Exactly. So, and you'll be at the point exactly. where you actually need that as opposed to needing the fundamentals in place. Yeah, because so I mean, that,
0: so that, that's another thing. I mean, this is, we do need to wrap up, but like yeah. people sometimes will go and do an email marketing course and think that that gets them an entire fitness business.
2: Like it doesn't, it's a, it's the a tool in a strategy. The same as doing like tricep push down and thinking that's a bodybuilding program. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a single
0: exercise of a suite of exercises that that drive you towards the, the outcome you're wanting. So I think get the fundamental set up to get the fundamental set up. Obviously you can spend your own time doing it. It, it took us five years. You're welcome to try. Um, it it may take you less it may take you more I can't really control that or just find someone that um, has done it and if you want that to be us all you need to do is send us an email with a subject line propane business podcast that's it awesome Uh, see you later Johnny see you man want to learn more about the systems we use to run build and scale propanefitness.com head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build propane fitness we walk through the sales systems the delivery systems follow-up remarketing how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24 7 we really do cover the full thing right and if If you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call, to have an informal chat with or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.